Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about sound. Today, we'll talk about one of the senses. We have a number of senses. I think five. Uh taste, touch, uh sight, sound or hearing we would say. Um but we're going to talk about the world of sound. Um I'm going to talk about everything that I could think of yesterday when I designed these slides for this English lesson uh related to the topic of sound. I think it will be a fun lesson. There are some pretty cool words and phrases in this lesson. So, once again, welcome to this English lesson about sound. Sound. When we talk about sound, we're talking about waves that come into our ear and our ear turns it into information our brains can understand and then we hear something. So, as you go through life, you can see things with your eyes but you can also hear sounds with your ear. You probably hear sounds from the very minute you get up. The first sound I hear in the morning is my alarm clock going off but this morning, I didn't actually have to use it. I woke up before my alarm clock. So, the sound of my alarm clock wasn't required this morning. I woke up all on my own. So, that sound is what you hear with your ears. We'll talk a little bit more about that as well. This is how you hear sound. Um you can sometimes feel sound in your chest if it's a very very low sound but 99.9% of the time, you hear sound with your ear. That is how you sense whether there is noise or sound around you. I'm going to talk a little bit about the difference between the verb hear and listen. This can be confusing for some people. The best way I find to describe this is this. When you hear something, you are not choosing to do that. It happens to you. If Jen drops a plate in the kitchen, I will hear that. When I walk outside, if a dog barks, I hear it. The sound is coming to me. I am not choosing to hear that sound. It is happening to me. So, when you hear something, you're describing a sound that is happening to you. When you listen, it changes a little bit. When you listen, you are deciding to hear those sounds. I know I used the verb here and there but I have to do that. When you listen to music, you have decided to listen to music. When you listen to someone talking, you have decided I'm going to listen to them. So, the basic difference is when you hear something, it's happening to you. You hear a dog bark. You hear someone drop a plate. You didn't decide for that to happen. Something has just happened and you hear it. But when you listen to a podcast or when you listen to my voice right now or when you listen um let me see what else would you when you listen to music, you have decided that that is something that you want to do. So, hopefully, that helps you a little bit. When you hear something, you have no choice. When you listen to something, you have chosen to do that. Sound is made up of waves that move through the air. Now, remember this is not an a science lesson. I'm not going to go into all the details but there is something that makes the sound and it actually creates waves in the air that we can't see. They are invisible 
and our ear then starts to move at that same speed, our eardrum. So, again, not a science lesson but sound waves are how sound travels. When I yell, my my voice travels. I have created sound waves that travel through the air and eventually they um they hit someone's ear and they can hear me. The main way we make sound with technology is to use a speaker. You might have computer speakers on each side of your computer at home or maybe right now. If you're listening with uh earbuds, oops, earbuds, there's actually a tiny speaker inside. When you uh talk on your phone, maybe the sound right now for you while you're listening to me is coming out of one of the speakers that is on your phone. So, the speaker is just a little machine um or a little piece of technology that will create sound waves based on the information it is getting. And then of course, this in front of me is a microphone. So, as I talk into this, the sound of my voice moves something inside. It's converted into electricity and it gets sent all over the world and then at your end, your earbuds or your speakers recreate the sound of my voice. So, the microphone is what for lack of a better way, takes sound in and the speaker puts sound out. Microphones and speakers are awesome. They are what allow me to teach English like this on the internet. Super fun. And then of course, I mentioned earbuds but there's also headphones. These are things that you put on your ear or in your ear. Headphones go on your ear or over your ear. And they allow you to listen privately. Uh when you wear wear headphones or earbuds which go in your ear, other people can't hear what you're listening to. So, one of the ways to hear sounds, uh one of the ways to listen to someone or to listen to music is to use a pair of headphones or a pair of earbuds. We don't always add the word pair. You know, in English, we like to shorten things, right? So, we use headphones or earbuds. And there's a general term called audio. We use the word audio to refer to many things in the world of sound. You can buy audio equipment. You can be an audio technician. Um you can listen to audio books. So, it's another I guess more formal way to talk about sound. Um you have things like um audio books where Uh, One of the coolest things that I discovered when I was starting to perfect my French. Audiobooks are really cool because you can listen to someone read the book to you. So, audio is kind of a a more formal general term for the things in the world of sound. Um you can work at an audio visual department if you are at a university. I did that when I was in university. I worked at the audio visual department. So, I worked with equipment that was used for audio as well as for video. So, sound because it travels in waves has a speed and the speed of sound at my understanding is 343 meters per second but I think that's at 20 degrees Celsius and maybe that's at sea level. Correct me if I'm wrong. Again, this is not an English lesson but sound travels at a certain speed. Um and so, when you say something, 
it actually takes a split second for it to get to someone's ear. You can hear this if you are somewhere where you're yelling at someone far away um or if you see something happen far away that's loud. You won't hear the sound immediately because the speed of sound um requires a certain amount of time for that sound to arrive at your ears. But speed of sound um I'm not sure what it is in kilometers. I think it's over 1200 kilometers uh, per second or something like that. Don't quote me on it. Um oh yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? No. 1200 kilometers an hour. <laughs> See, again, not a science lesson at all. There's something called the sound barrier. So, when an airplane goes faster than the speed of sound, they need to get through the sound barrier. The faster a vehicle, usually an airplane because they're the only things that really go that fast. When a vehicle or when an airplane gets close to the speed of sound, the sound waves start to compress in front of it and it's kind of like a barrier and once they get through it, I think it's um there's less turbulence. I don't know all the details but I do know that for a long time, airplanes never broke the sound barrier but eventually, I think it was Chuck Yeager, maybe Brent's here and can tell us. Um eventually, they were able to break the sound barrier. They were able to design a plane um that could go faster than the speed of sound. Sound check. Testing one two, testing one two three or check one two, check one two, check one two three. A sound check is something that people do before they start using a microphone. So, when I am about to start my English lesson, I sometimes tap my mic and then on my screen, I can see that the mic is working. So, it's a very subtle sound check. I don't do this. I don't go testing, testing one, two, three, testing but that is something you might hear if you go to a show early, you might see a sound technician or an audio technician do a sound check and they'll go uh, check, testing, testing one, two, three and they might tap the mic a little bit. Does that hurt your ears? Sorry if you have ear uh earbuds on and that makes uh too loud of a sound but that is called a sound check. Let's describe sounds for a little bit. When uh there is a sound that almost hurts your ears, you would say it is loud. When an airplane takes off, it is loud. When you go to a rock concert, it is loud. When the volume is really, really high on your television, we say that the TV is too loud. Uh when people yell, it is loud. So, when you are loud, you are making noises where the volume uh is just really, really high. And then, of course, the opposite is, is quiet. When you're quiet, you, um, these girls are whispering to each other. So, when you are quiet, the volume is very, very low. You're talking quietly. You're talking softly. There's a few ways to describe it in English but certainly, if you imagine um when a cat walks by, it's very quiet. If you listen closely, you can hear its feet but because its feet are padded, it's very quiet when a cat walks by. Um when our dog Walter runs by, it's not quiet. It's very loud. He's a big loud dog. So, quiet and loud are opposites of each other and that's because of what's called pitch and I'm not going to get into all the details 
but because sound travels in waves, there's a different frequency. There's a different size of the wave. When the wave is longer and has more amplitude, again, not a science lesson, you have a lower pitched sound. So, when I talk like this, the waves coming out of my mouth are much longer. And when I talk like this, the sound waves coming out of my mouth are much uh, more like the one that says higher pitch. <laughs> so, that is what pitch is. It's a change in the um on, in how the sound wave looks and then our ears interpret that in a different way. Uh let's see here. So, dogs can hear high pitched sounds. There's actually sounds that are so high pitched that humans can't hear it um but dogs can. So, sometimes your dog will be looking around because possibly they hear a sound that is outside of the range of human hearing. By the way, humans can hear from I think twenty to twenty thousand hertz or something like that. Twenty hertz to twenty thousand hertz. Uh, I might be getting the actual description wrong. Someone who's more scientific uh can contribute that information. So, we have when we talk about high pitched and low pitched sounds, we also sometimes refer to them as bass and treble. So, bass again is something referring to the low sounds. Often, when you listen to music, you might turn up the bass. Sometimes, you'll hear a car go by that has really large speakers in it. So, it can create really good bass sounds when it plays music and that person might turn up the bass um in order for you to hear it. So, when you hear a car go by and it's like when the car goes by, you can really hear the bass in the song. Um they've probably turned up the knob that says bass. And then treble, if you hear a song and you really hear the cymbals or like if you hear all those really high sounds, it's possible that they have turned up the treble. So, on a piece of audio equipment, on a radio, you might have a knob to turn up or turn down the bass or turn up or turn down the treble. And then, sound is measured using something called the decibel scale. We usually say that sound is a certain amount of decibels. If you look here, you'll see that you know, a heavy metal concert has very high, there's a lot of decibels in the sound. The sound is very, very loud and it's actually um can be damaging to your ears. When I worked in construction, there were certain tools we would use that where we would uh wear hearing protection because they put out too many decibels. They were too loud for the human ear. This uh live stream, this English lesson is probably more at around conversation level. If you look in the orange in the middle on the scale, it's uh at conversation level. So, decibel is the unit of measure uh for measuring how loud sound is. And we also have what's called a sound effect. Sometimes, I do sound effects. Sound effects, uh when you do a sound effect, you are recreating the sound of something else. A long time ago when they were making movies and if they needed to create the sound of horses, um let me see if I can do it here. I don't have coconuts. 
uh, they would use, pretend these are coconuts and then they would go like that does not sound like a horse but they would use coconuts or two coconut halves to kind of recreate the sound of a horse. When I was making the sound of a cat purring, I'm making a sound effect. It's not the original sound. It's just an attempt to make the same sound again. So, sound effects are one of the ways they recreate sounds for movies or for podcasts or for English lessons like this. Mute. So, there is a mute button on my mic. I'm not going to push it but a mute button is a button you push to stop all sound. When I'm watching TV, my remote control for my TV has a mute button. If the phone rings, I'll hit the mute button um and then immediately the television will stop making sound. When you are watching a YouTube video, if you click on the little speaker at the bottom, you will mute the video. The video will keep playing but it will stop making sound. So, the mute button is what you use to do that to stop something from making sound or when you talk about a microphone to stop it from hearing you or listening to you. Um sometimes when you are in a Zoom meeting, it's polite if there are lots of people in an online meeting to mute your microphone so people don't hear what's happening around you or in your house. Sound panel. A sound panel, it can actually refer to two things but normally a sound panel refers to um foam panels we put on the wall to dampen the sound and to reduce echo. Echo by the way is when you're like hey, 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 hey. Like if you're in a big room and you yell and your voice comes back to you, that's an echo. So, like hey, hey. So, if I was in a cave, you might hear an echo. Sound panels are used to stop sound from reflecting. It absorbs the sound or deadens the sound. Um but a sound panel can also be the board with all the knobs that they use at a recording studio. We might call that a sound panel as well. Um Volume. So, this knob goes to 11. This is a secret joke. If you've seen a certain movie, you'll understand the reference but volume refers to normally how loud sound is. Specifically, when you're using equipment, when you're using a radio or a TV or when you're listening to music with your uh your phone and your airpods, um we would have volume. You can turn the volume up you can turn the volume down. So, when I'm watching TV, sometimes I turn it up. If I can't hear it, if it's too quiet, I'll turn it up and if it's too loud, I will turn it down. So, once again, the plus sign on the remote control, turn it up, make it louder. Um turn it down, make it quieter. So, sometimes when I am watching something, um I have to turn it up and Jen sometimes says it's too loud. Um By the way, this is from I think the movie Spinal Tap. He has an amplifier for his guitar and he thinks it's louder because the knob instead of going to 10 goes to 11. It goes one more. Muffled. Sometimes sound can be muffled. Recently, we all wore masks a lot. Uh right now, we wear masks sometimes in Canada 
But um, last year I had to teach wearing a mask because of COVID and so my voice was muffled. Um, I don't have a mask here. Oh, I do have a mask here. So, what I noticed is when I wore a mask, I noticed that my voice sounded a little bit different. It was muffled. When your voice is muffled, it's um, it's harder to understand what someone's saying. Here, I'll give you a better example. If I talk like this, my voice is kind of muffled. So, you can hear the sound doesn't come out clearly. I didn't like I liked wearing a mask because it protected me but I didn't like wearing a mask because it was hard sometimes for my students to understand me and I had to talk louder and I would keep getting a sore throat. But yes, when your voice is muffled, it sounds like this. It's just hard to hear exactly what the person is saying. So, we talked about this earlier when someone has trouble hearing, we say that they are experiencing hearing loss or that they have hearing loss. As people get older, they sometimes have hearing loss. They can't hear things as well as they used to. When you're young and your ears work really well, you can hear a lot of things but as you get older and sometimes for other reasons, you start to experience hearing loss. You start to have trouble hearing things properly. And sometimes you need to wear a hearing aid. A hearing aid is a device that people wear in their ear to amplify the sound and that helps them hear even though they have some hearing loss. By the way, this is an older style hearing aid. I chose this picture so that you could see it really well but newer hearing aids are actually a lot more discreet. They're harder to see. My friend has a hearing aid and it's very small behind his ear and there's just a small little wire that goes in. So, you can hardly tell um, that he is wearing a hearing aid. And then of course, we talked about when you completely lose the ability to hear, you are considered deaf. Deaf is the term we use to talk about someone who can't hear. Um, So, I did some research on this because I wanted to use the correct terms. There are ways to refer to people who have trouble doing certain things that are not appropriate but my understanding is that describing someone as having hearing loss is the acceptable way and that you can describe someone as being deaf if they cannot hear. So, when you are deaf, you are unable to hear or you at least have significant hearing loss as well. And then, there's something called ultrasound. This is a cool one because there are sounds that are um so high pitched, we can't hear them but dogs can hear them but we can also use them to do things like we can see a baby inside of a mother's womb using ultrasound. When I was having heart problems, they would use ultrasound to look at my heart. They would send really high pitched sound waves in and I'm sure they reflect or bounce off or something magical happens and they can create an image from the sound waves. So, ultrasound is a very cool way to um to see. Isn't that interesting? We use sound to see. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me, 
in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.